Welcome to the Roaring Twenties podcast. My name is Annie K. I'm Elijah Z. We're talking about life as twenty-somethings in the twenty twenties. How meta! So fun. Woo-hoo. So we're getting vulnerable. We're gonna weave in some research, and we're just gonna try and figure it out. And we hope you join us on this journey. Let's figure this ish out together. Okay, welcome back to the Roaring Twenties podcast. Um, I am here with Annie K. I'm Elijah Z, and we are here with the beautiful Ilana. Hey, Ilana, how are you? Hi, how are you? What's going on? What's up, dude? (laughs) (laughs) It's so great to have you on here. You have no idea. Um, So, so Ilana is a beautiful building manager of the building that I live in right now. Is that what do you call? What do you call yourself? Ilana, the property manager. The property manager. Right. Honestly, like the fun cadet, right? Or the, the mother the, of all uh, kids in the building. Everybody's... The mother of the kids in the building. I love oh, that. Yes. Because I do call you my second mother. I love you. Genuinely, like I pick up the phone and when I talk to my mom and I'm like, uh, mom, like you can't, I can't wait for you to meet my other mom. She's like, who's my other mom? <laughs> who's your other mom? You know? Um, but no, it's, it's a good feeling. So grateful to have you here. Thank you for having me. Um, so throughout this podcast right now, we're going to be talking about rapport, right? So specifically how to grow social intelligence. So we think of intellect, but we don't really think about social intelligence. Sometimes people talk about emotional intelligence, but how do you be social and what does that look like? So we're going to break that down. Uh, we're also going to break down how to build stronger bonds with strangers, which Ilana is an expert at, and that's why we have you here today. Thank you. Um, and then lastly, we're going to wrap up with why rapport and attunement is so important for fostering relationships. So we're going to go through some of those definitions um, and kind of uh, break that down. But before we hop into that, we have an icebreaker, but I'd love for you to kind of hop on and say, um, you know, what... What would you call yourself outside of the mother of the buildings that you oversee? So you oversee how many buildings? So I oversee five buildings okay. and I meet many kind of people that walk into, you know, all kinds of lifestyles, backgrounds, nationalities, you know, race, religions, mm-hmm. anyone, honestly. You so know, it's safe not to one say specific that you, one group. Right. So it's safe to say that you interact with a whole bunch of people. Correct. Um, okay, so I guess, quick question, like one, one of the craziest people that you've seen or that you've, you know, worked with. So it's always, you know, looking at the people of what issues they came from, uh-huh. you know, like uh, divorced people. Okay. Someone who just went through a really hard divorce and a single mom. Mm-hmm. I think that's really, really uh, sad to see. Unfortunate, okay. you know, things happen in life. The same way I tell them, you got married, that's how unfortunate you have to get divorced. Uh-huh. But seeing that little child with the single mom I... is always hard to see. Uh, yeah. Especially when it's like a two-year-old uh-huh. or a three-year-old where the kid doesn't understand what's, where, what's about to happen to him and that he's going to have you know, two homes and everything double now. Uh-huh. So it's very sad to see. Right. But so I feel like you're an empath. Do you know what an empath is? No. So like empathy, like... You almost feel like if someone's going through a hardship or someone has a high or a low or any feeling, you almost feel that feeling that the other person feels. Yes, I do. Would you agree? Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Well, that's how you start a conversation with someone and tuning with them. Mm, A tune Yes, yes. Because you feel, I was taught when growing up, my father always told me that 
Never judge anyone. Okay. Especially the one sitting next to you could really be fighting a battle and you don't know what he's going through. Mm. Whether he smiles or he doesn't, it's both ways. A person also that smiles too much and is too happy, them also they're going through mm -hmm. something. It's not ever so natural. Mm -hmm. right. It's impossible, especially in our times of the world today and what mm -hmm. everyone is going through. I think it's really hard for even that person, speaking even personally to, you know, about me, always being happy, you're also going through something. Mm -hmm. But by myself, my personality, seeing other people coming from different lives and you know, backgrounds and places and religions and color and race, it's always good to hear their story too. And then that's how you get in tuned with them. Mm. And, I think and then that, you could connect wherever yeah. you are and whoever the person is, whether it's young, older person, younger person, divorced, single, not single. Right. A single person who's not married, someone who got married, got divorced, a grandmother, grandfather, anyone, honestly, at any age or, again, background, race, religion. Right. It doesn't matter. We're so all one. The more you expose yourself to uh, different people going through different situations, the more that you just start to understand and you kind of expose yourself to these people. And then from there, at least this is what I do, and I'm assuming that you do the yes. same, is it's almost like a bank, right? So it's right. like a, a thought process of if I've spoken to someone that, let's say, has broken their arm or has gotten a divorce, whenever I hear their personal story, it's almost like it, it goes into this different part of my brain. And whenever I see someone who's broken their arm again or who's had a divorce again, I automatically connect to that person that I once talked to to the individual that's mm -hmm. kind Correct. of sitting in front of me. Right. You also have to be willing to open up to the person. Mm -hmm. Which you know? is huge. So, yes. So, which is, is big. If you're a people's person, you know, and a social person, it's great. As opposed to some people are really nice, very respectful, but they're closed. Mm -hmm. They feel embarrassed. They're, they don't want to say their story. But you have to go slowly, 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 you know? Right. And I always thinking by speaking to someone, it's very good to be in tune with them and always looking straight out them. Yeah. You know, not when you speak to someone, you're on your phone or you're looking the other way or give me a minute. You really have to be in tune by speaking. I think eye contact is very important. Yeah. Like being present. Correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and that's respect. And then once they feel that they're in tune with you and you're looking, giving them the eye contact, that's very important. You build a relationship right then and then with yeah. anyone. I think that's where my success is. When I give them eye-to-eye -eye contact, they feel like, yes, you do want to hear them. You are mm -hmm. present. You're with them. You're not yeah. on your phone. You're not speaking to someone. You're not yeah. disturbed by anyone. You see them. Yes. Eye but, contact but is actually, very important. Yeah. And they say there's like a statistic. That's, I think it's 79% of communication is nonverbal. So it's not even what's coming out of your mouth. It's how you are nonverbally communicating, shaking your head in agreement, right. eye contact, any of it. Yes. And it's first there. So if you have your freaking eyes down at your phone yes, and you're no. not connecting, like mm -hmm. the 80% of that is out the damn window. Correct. You know, and, and it's disrespect too. Yeah. You don't feel good whenever no. anyone's talking to you, right? And you're on the phone or something like that. It's like, it's almost like I don't even want to speak to you. I don't even want to. Sp I feel like my my message isn't important to you. So like, why even continue? Mm -hmm. no, you know. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's slide into a little quick icebreaker here. Um, Annie, hey, I'm going to toss it over to you. Yeah. So who is someone that you have recently met and you just you kind of hit it off with? Mm -hmm. We're going to push this to the listeners as well. Just mm -hmm. some food for thought, but um, over to yeah. you, what do you think? So this was actually kind of funny because I got my second vaccination over the weekend mm -hmm. and it was a lot more chaotic this time than my first one because they opened up a lot more like categories that were eligible. So like my first one, it took like 15 minutes in and out. 
But then my second one was like two hours. And I was standing in line for a long time. And then I finally get to the, you know, the chair where the nurse is about to like poke your arm with yeah. a needle. <laughs> and, and then he tells me like, sorry, but we just ran out. But they're preparing more. So I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, I was just kind of relieved, honestly, <laughs> to just be sitting. And um, I ended up talking to the nurse and one of the volunteers that were at the vaccination site. And with one of the volunteers, I, his name is Angelo, and we struck up a really good conversation because he works for um, CORE, which was volunteering at that site. And they basically just like provide volunteers wherever needed, um, all kinds of situations, but mostly they've been doing like uh, COVID test testing sites and COVID vaccination sites. And he was just talking more about CORE, and I instantly was able to relate to that because I had previously, like the day before, volunteered at a site where it was volunteers from my organization, but also from CORE. And, and so I was just like, whoa, like, tell me more about CORE. Like, I met some people, they were all very nice. And he starts telling me about CORE and ends up, uh, I end up realizing that the reason why they were founded is pretty much the same kind of story of why my organization, Team Rubicon, was founded. Mm. And it was because of the Haiti earthquake in 2010, wow. which is crazy, wow. like two separate uh. organizations, but founded like for the same kind of reason or after the same kind of event. So that was really cool. And that was just like instant connection right there. Mm. So do you think um, because you, you had that, because you worked with uh, that or you worked with the, that organization yeah. a, a day prior? Yeah. Or do you think that it was because both your organizations were founded I think because it was of that? Both. It was I think two. it was both. It was okay. just like knowing kind of like their volunteers and like why, or kind of like a little bit about their work. But mm. then, it took it a step further when he was like, yeah, here's our founding story. And I was like, wait, crazy. Like, same same with my nonprofit. So yeah. um, it was just really cool. And just to be able to, like, spark up a conversation in, like, such a interesting kind of uh, situation, mm -hmm. like, it was really great. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah. Well, you tuned with him really fast. Yeah. Which uh, we're going to get to the definition in a little bit. But, um, Ilana, I pushed a question off to you. Okay, who is someone that you have recently met that you just hit it off with Instant connection. Elijah. Oh, come on. You're blowing steam up my butt. No, it's not. You're Elijah. Brown nosing. No, it's Ilana. not. <laughs> Elijah, you know that. You're just too humble. And every time I give him a compliment, he blushes and he says no, but it's yeah, right. Yeah, very right. Yes, it's very right because he's humble. And humble people do that. But Elijah, I don't know if you remember back then when I met you, we instantly connected. And even on the phone, mm -hmm. when you were looking for an apartment, we kept on missing each other and you had to go through management. You had to go through another manager. And I said to Elijah, Elijah, I saw your number a few times. I'm so sorry I didn't call you back. But the minute I met him, it's as if I knew him for 20 years or so. Mm -hmm. Wow. And even, you know, connecting our childhood because I come from New York. He's from Connecticut. It, everything, it was as if we were pure family and friends from years ago yeah yeah and the minute i met him he honestly went into my heart and i said elijah whether you like it or not you're gonna rent from here and even if you don't elijah do you remember what i told you we're still gonna stay friends and we're gonna keep in touch whether you want the unit or you're not yeah we're still friends because my background uh his name first of all struck me mm -hmm. elijah is a prophet and he had something and he really does First of all, his facial, everything is a prophet. So for me, it was like that day I was going through something. And the minute I heard Elijah, the name, I'm like, okay, he's here for a reason. 
He was my angel and saved the day. Wow. Yeah. So I really wow. feel connected Dang, till now. And dude. after a few months, how many months is it now, Elijah? It's almost Back a year. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before like you know it, it's almost a year. I mean, it feels like, I mean, it's felt like 20 years. Yes. You know? <laughs> so, um, I'm really connected. I mean, to push that back to you, you were also here on my person that I felt really connected with instantly. Thank you. Um, I think that this story was a little bit funny, at least from my perspective, right? So I knew that I wanted this place. Right. And I call Ilana, no answer. I call Ilana again, no answer. I call Wiseman, I said, listen, guys. Alana's not answering. I'm, I'm taking this place. So I think that they started calling you. I was calling you. Right. I went to another building. I instantly walked in. I was like, this is the building that I want. I want Ilana's building. Can you call Ilana is what I told the gentleman. And after like three people were tastefully harassing her, which is my specialty. No, it's not harassing. I felt honestly. No, know. it's it's literally all love, but I knew what I want. And then, you know, as soon as I met you, the walkthrough, how long does a walkthrough usually take? 20 minutes. 20 minutes. We sat there for two hours. Right. And yes. it was almost like we were Very talking. true. Yes. And we just, we connected and, yes. you know, uh, to transition into the attunement and Annie K will throw the definition, uh, but we just connected and it was like, we've, we've been there before. We've had these experiences. You, your daughter just had um, a child. My sister just had two kids. Right. And right there, that yes. was the moment where we connected. Yes. And then I started to experience, I started, when I get comfortable with someone, I'm an open book and you're the same way. Yes. And I think that why you are such a people person, and I would say the same with myself, is yes. when you lead with that honesty and you lead with that vulnerability, it's new and it's warmth and people want that warmth. Correct. Um, and you gave me that warmth. So it was almost like I just, I shot it back to you and because we were both those open book type of people, right. it was like damn ping pong with a fireball yes. and it was just like warm, you know, and it felt so good. Um, and I knew walking in that I wanted the apartment and I knew walking out that I literally would sit in front of the door until I got that apartment <laughs> and I wouldn't do anything else. Seriously. Um, because I loved you so much genuinely right. and that was my heart. The speaking. feeling was mutual uh -huh. and you know that because exactly. somebody couldn't stand there talking to you for two hours, literally, you know, and I said, whether you want it or not, we're still going to stay friends mm -hmm. because yeah. we connected so fast. Yeah. 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 And that's, there. yeah. Well, I appreciate the icebreaker. I'm pushing it off to you guys listening. Um, who's someone that you've recently connected with that you have felt that warmness with? Um, mm -hmm. We're going to transition over to the research mm -hmm. where we're going to talk about, what are we talking about, Annika? We're talking about rapport and attunement and how they align with how each they, other. How they come together. Yeah. some of the the terms that we've been using so rapport um, this is a word that just really simply means like a having a, a, a relationship or a connection with someone else and it can be considered a, a state of harmonious understanding with another individual and building the rapport is, is just really the process of developing that connection mm -hmm. um, and it's usually based on like shared experiences or views. You know, we talked about like when you first meet someone, you kind of have some small talk, but you look for that um, similar experience that you can just kind of bounce off of and relate to. And it could also be just like a shared sense of humor mm -hmm. uh, for some people. And it tends it tends to be like really the most important part of of really any relationship um, because it can last for many years. But it's, it's very necessary for, for the, I guess, the building blocks 
yeah. of a relationship. Yeah, I think about like um, rapport as a foundation of a relationship. Mm-hmm. But before you even put down that foundation, I feel like you need to test the land, the soil. Is it, is it sturdy? Is it hard? Are we, where are we mm-hmm. growing? And I think that that's where attunement comes in from but actually the soil and then as you continue to build that foundation that building grows and grows and grows the more that you attune the better that building is going to be and the more solid that Mm -hmm. it's going to be so what what's attunement yeah attunement um is like an emotional sensing of other people like think about i guess knowing almost like their rhythm or Mm. um their experience or like almost as if you're like in that other person's skin um, and, and it's really going beyond empathy to create a, a two-person experience of connectedness. So it feels very reciprocal. Because yeah. you know sometimes like you're in situations where you're putting in a lot of effort into it and it's almost like apparent that you're like the person really driving the relationship. In a two-minute, it's really like both people really connecting and like vibing with each right. other. Like we talk about empathy and empathy is like one way. Like I can feel for that person. I mm-hmm. can see them on TV or they can be in front of me and I could relate to them mm-hmm. versus attunement, which is like a two way system. And then from there, rapport is built on that. And the more that you are in tune with someone, the faster that rapport is going to be built. So I almost see it as like a radio station, right? So let's throw back to uh, 99.9 <laughs> and the other person's like on, you know, 100.1 or 99.8. But then when you're on 99.9, and that's where we were, Alana and I were, when yeah. we first met the 99.9, yeah. where it was like, Pew! we're zeroed in, we're here, hello, <laughs> you know, like, I turn this conversation up, yes. you know, like, I love this shit. Right. Um, so I think that, you know, that's the connection, at least uh, between rapport and attunement, mm-hmm. attunement first, then rapport. Um, and I guess I, you know, I pushed the, the question to you, Ilana. Um, you, you meet a whole bunch of people through your work. Yes. You have, you know, five buildings and then how many apartments would you say that you oversee? Uh, about a hundred, 110. hundred. Okay. So right. you're getting a hundred, 110 people. I mean, on a monthly basis that you are familiar with, that you could see their faces and understand them. Right. right? So, um, with the definition of, uh, rapport, where do you see yourself growing a relationship that like kind of builds faster versus other ones where maybe people don't attune as well with you and the relationship doesn't really grow uh, as much as it grows with other people? Uh, usually, you know, again, because, you know, we're going to start, you know, a relationship of a tenant, you know, to come into, you know, any building as opposed to also in real life. You know, if you meet Mm -hmm. someone off the street or, you know, just a regular friend that you've had, you know, it's also important that the other person also feels, you know, in tune with you and want to connect with you. Okay. But I think because I know how to connect with the person, it's right then and then that I start, you know, rapport and in tune to be with the person. But so, so with attunement, you have the capability to in tune with anyone. You have the ability to turn your station and we're going to talk about this a little bit later, but like almost like a social chameleon, right? Like right. you could blend into black, you could blend into white, you could blend into freaking gray. Anywhere right. in between, that's your skill as a God-given gift. Thank you. So how would you, it's it's not a compliment, it is. I, I really you. see it as, as a fact. I appreciate but it. How do you feel in tune with people when they connect with you? Because you have the God-given gift to connect with anyone. So when someone connects with you, what does that person hold that you really value? So I think because I give them attention 
and I show them that I really want to hear them, mm -hmm. I think they in tune with me right away. Mm -hmm. I think it's attention, respect, and you show them. It takes two to tango, like they mm -hmm. say. If you show them love and you show them respect and you smile, facial expressions, anyone will in tune with you. Right. It could be a baby, it could be an older person, right. it could be a homeless person, anyone. Right. Just showing them a facial expression, you know, smiling at them or saying, oh, that's so cute. I love that. You, lo you start, uh, honestly, immediately feeling that person and they mm -hmm. feel that they really want to hear you and you want to hear them. Uh -huh. I think it's about honesty going into a facial expression with them by giving them a smile, by saying, correct, giving them validation. Yes, it's Very important, you know, if you don't give them validation, then they know they're not wanted. You have to uh -huh. make them feel that you do want to hear them or you do want to be their friend, you do want to connect. Mm -hmm. The minute they see there's no validation there or no uh, respect, no interest, mm -hmm. well, obviously the person will just walk away and say, have a nice day. But mm -hmm. because I have so much love for people, I will find any way to take out any anything from the person to get something from them of course in back you know just to hear about their day or just to hear what they're going through mm -hmm. so you could be in tune with anyone you want mm -hmm. you have it. not everyone has a capability but i'm sure have it. but i'm sure if the person would want to uh -huh. in any relationship they with could. a boyfriend girlfriend with a friend to a friend with a tenant to a tenant with uh, anyone uh, professional, not professional. If you want to connect with anyone, I think anyone, honestly, it's really important to look at the person uh -huh. and the facial expression, even body language to show them, wow, guys, I'm here. You know, mm -hmm. I grew up in New York and anyone we saw, it was like a famous uh, expression that we used. What's up, dude? What's if up, it was dude? a guy, uh, it was, <laughs> if it was a girl, what's up, girl? The minute you already say that, you know, what's up, dude? What's up, girl? They start to connect. You're like, oh, wow, she's fun. Let's, yeah. Start to talk. The minute you smile to someone, they say, oh, wow, she's a happy person. Let's, you know, connect. Or a facial expression, like when you look at them in the eye, you show them real respect and you want to in tune with them. Mm -hmm. Anyone will uh, reciprocate, like they say. Uh -huh, yeah. Anybody will uh, do the same. Right. Yeah. So That's put out that feel. good energy. Yes, I feel that way. Yes. Uh -huh. And of course, if you feel that they don't want to, well, then there's, you know, boundaries. So you say, okay, have a great day. Maybe we'll see each other later. Mm -hmm. You always have to respect with either way if they want to connect with you or yeah. not. You have to do your, your try, you know? Mm -hmm. And that might be very true for a lot of people now who are just kind of like in this transition from being very much like isolated and alone during the pandemic and right. now only now just getting into like the back into the groove of things and like socializing with people and they might be very closed off absolutely like i think about that a lot like how's that gonna look when we're all kind of uh um, oh no i see it out again <laughs> i see many people sorry i see many people now that wouldn't even say hi or start a conversation, started to have conversations because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Everyone was so closed and isolated and scared to go out that people really do need to socialize now and connect with people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that if you are out there and want to connect with anyone, by honestly giving them the eye contact and love and happiness mm -hmm. and respect, anyone will connect with you. Mm -hmm. I think that's honestly the biggest success that I've had is honesty is respect. It's all about respect. It's eye contact. It's showing them that you do want to be their friend. Mm -hmm. You know, hear them out. They'll hear you too. And you can connect with anybody, whether it's work, relationships, marriage, any friend, really anything simple. Just to connect to the person, I think, 
it, everybody could have it. It is God's gift. Maybe you're saying you're right, you know. Uh, I think that, it comes easier to you, but everyone has. But the everybody does have it. Uh -huh. Sure, they do. Everybody. Right. Everybody. Yes. And you say respect, and I guess when I hear you say respect, I hear openness and just being open and caring and appreciative of another person. Right. And I think that that unfortunately doesn't shine as bright as it should, and it shines so bright for you, Thank and you. that's what makes people open up. And that's what makes people excited. And it is those nonverbals. It's walking in with a smile and say, hey, what's up, dude? You know, and right. it plays in my head. Right. Seriously. Yes. Um, and it's huge. And I think a testimony to your personality can equally be correlated to social intelligence. So we have this idea of IQ, right? And we could pull out a piece of paper. We could give it to you, Lana. We could give it to you, Manny Kay, and say, this is how smart you are. But when we're talking about emotional intelligence, which is the ring word of this year, last year, next year, the next five years, and social intelligence, which I believe is in five to even seven to 10 years, you can't test that yet, right? You can't, you don't have the capability to walk in and say, oh, that person is the star of the room and those relationships are gonna open up doors, not that test in front of that person. So what social intelligence is, is it refers to a person's ability to understand and manage interpersonal relationships, right? So the conversation that you're going to have with me, Lana, is going to be right. vastly different from the conversation you're going to have with, you know, Annie over here versus your child versus the person who's walking down the street. And to be able to uh, almost bring out a different side of that personality and to connect with that person, that's social intelligence. Um, it's not book smart, but it's almost street smart. And where were you raised again? In New York. Oh, yes. there's a whole lot of social intelligence, baby. Oh, yes. Come on. Something that LA doesn't have, unfortunately. Oh, okay. But we can't say, you know, unfortunately, because every, you know, state has something fortunate. Uh-huh. So here we have the weather, but everybody's, uh, somewhat into themselves. Okay. But when they see a lady coming down, you know, a heavy set lady coming down from New York and you say, what's up, dude? They're like, okay, she's different. Uh -huh. Where does she come from? Let's hear what she's about. Or just smiling at the person is a big deal. You don't see everybody with a smile. Right. So wherever I go, I have a smile because that's me. But I'm sure anyone could have that. Uh -huh. The minute you smile, they'll smile. And if they don't smile, take out a smile from them. Hear them out for a second. Right. And I'm sure everyone will take out a smile and appreciate and that's how you connect and get in tuned. So we talk about the social intelligence and then we also talked about rapport and then we talked about attunement. So attunement and rapport actually fall under that social intelligence. It's how quickly can you fucking dial that to 99.9 .9 and then connect with that person and then the relationship is a theoretical house or a 10 story building and how fast can you put that mother effer up? And you have the capability to build real fast and if that person isn't on 99.9, .9, you have the dial. Your hand is so fast that you could switch to 101.3 to 95.7. Like, that's how quick you are. And that is social intelligence. So Thank with you. that being said, is it's, I'm going to say it again. It's not a compliment. It is truth. I it is you. your truth. I, thank um, you. I push the question to you that not a lot of the younger generation holds that social intelligence. I think it's also confidence. Okay. Yes. And I know a lot of young people that do have confidence, mm -hmm. but some don't. And being social is having confidence as well. That's mm -hmm. what I believe. I don't know if you guys agree with me, but you have to be some sort of 
a confident person because yeah. you could put me in front of 5,000 people now and speak or 10,000 people, I could do it. Yeah, I'm confident. Wow. But many people could do it. They're just not confident. They're shy. Uh -huh. You know, like I have other siblings. They're not like me at all. You mm. can't say because Ilana is social, her sister or her brother will be. No, it's opposite, actually. My siblings are not social like I am at all. Every uh, sibling is different and every sibling has a different... Um, Gifts. Gifts, yeah, yeah, everybody. But everybody who you'll speak to or come across has a gift. Uh -huh. I'm just the social gift. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know, uh, you know, social intelligence. Saying, social intelligence, God's gift. But everybody in this world that was born has a God's gift. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. But I think being social is that, again, connecting with the person. You want to be social, mm -hmm. you want to meet them, you want to be interested. Again, also, it all comes down with respect. Anyone could be respectful and hearing out another person's story or just to talk, uh, hang out, have a drink with someone just because you are willing to speak to that person and you want to connect and being in tune with the person. Mm -hmm. But I think it's a two-way street. If you give them respect, they'll give you respect. They feel loved. You have to feel loved. If the person does feel loved, and again, looking, eye contact, it's very important. Right. So they feel they're valued, you know, and yeah. you do want to connect with it's them. It's a currency. Love is, I really feel like love is a currency. And when you are looking at someone and giving that attention, you're almost investing that, 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 that money, that theoretical money into that person. Yes. Like, hey, you are worth it and I want to give you my time and attention. Right. And I think that when people feel that investment, they're going to invest back. And right. then that's when it just starts to, to mm -hmm. overlap, you know? Well, I also think that's so interesting because, like, it's it's almost hard to do or it's almost, like, weird to, to just reach out to random people right now because we seem like we're so connected because of all the, like, social media networks that we have. But I, I saw this crazy statistic when I was, like, researching this, oh. and it was that um, from 1985 to 2009... The average size of an American social network, which is defined by the number of confidence that uh, people feel they have, has declined by more than one third. Wow. So do you, do you believe that? I mean, like, what do you say, I guess, like, what would you say to someone who's, um, who kind of almost feels like they have so many friends, I guess, friends in quotation marks on social media, but in reality, like, that community doesn't really it's translate. Just, yeah. Right. So I do see... I do see a lot of people on social media. I'm not such a social media person because I'm old school. And that's where also old school people will really want to talk one by one. I have a lot of friends who have Facebook, Instagram, any social media you, you say. And like mm -hmm. you said, they have like so many friends on so that. Friends but on when they come and really want to connect with the person, they have nothing to do with each other. Mm -hmm. So I think also being connected to the person is you have to be face to face to the person. Not mm -hmm. only on social media where on Facebook you're like, oh, hi, what's up? Or you send pictures to one another. Or, oh, we have school friends the same. You don't really connect with them one-on-one. -on -one. There's nothing there. It's just based on who you know, how many people you know. Oh, great. I went to this place. I went to that place. Yeah. No. Uh, it's like clout. It's, right. Yeah, yeah. It's depth so no, versus breadth, right? Like yeah. you don't feel like you really are, are in depth with people. You're just like, Right. A quick little breath over the people. Nothing there. Uh -huh. Empty just on based on, you know, how many people you know and where you went. You know, the same friends. Great. I went to this college. But when you really want to social with the person, I think meeting them in person yeah, is so much better. Yeah. That's where you'll have the connection and it's going to be a longer relationship and in tune with them. Mm -hmm. But on social media where you ask just a few questions based on, 
you know, how many people you know the same and mutual friends yeah. and places you went and vacations where you spent and the college, that's just like a yeah. questionnaire to me. Right. Yeah, it's, there's really no conversations that go on. Yeah. It's really just like comments. Right. You know? But if you reach out to the person, I'm, I, I'm sure uh, that's my success uh, of where like you'll say, hey, let's meet up, you know, at this restaurant or let's meet up for coffee. Mm -hmm. That's when you really could start a relationship and being in tune with them, uh -huh. like you said, and start a relationship mm -hmm. actually, not just on social media of asking a 10 uh, question, you know, 10 uh -huh. questionnaire. Right. Mm -hmm. So would you say you had success in that, like kind of taking some of those social media relationships and like converting them to like actual real life definitely oh yeah, yeah. definitely how yes. do you do it <laughs> so yeah, again, like how do you how do you build stronger bonds with like people that you don't necessarily know so of course you know looking on social media looking on their facebook or instagram you see of course who they are what they are and if you want to connect with them yeah. and if you do want to connect with them yeah. and you show them that your interests you know you have the same let's say not even background doesn't matter mutual friends the same places and interests that they have they'll want to connect with you right? because you are showing them the same interest that uh -huh. they have. And I think that's what's going to build a longer yeah. relationship, like you said. Yeah, you're tuning with them. Right, and yeah. you're in tuning with them. In tune means you're aligning, uh -huh. you're being on the same page. Exactly. And that's very important. You're not going to reach out to a person who's, uh, their hobby is hiking and you don't like hiking or <laughs> you don't like their mutual friends or you don't mm -hmm. like uh, with the places, vacation that they uh -huh. went. So you'll always in tune with the person you are interested because you're going to be the same as them. You want to be aligned with them. Yeah. And definitely, I think meeting them in person, especially now yeah. after this pandemic, is huge. It's right. going to be great. Yes, because many people are in need now. Uh -huh. And yes, they'll be so happy. And I think people now, honestly, Corona happened for a reason, are going to be opened up more. And it's yeah. like a wake-up call for the world. Guys, we're all in this together. We were all in this together. Right. No matter where you come from, from all kind of backgrounds, religions, colors, race, it's all, honestly, based on a foundation of respect. Uh -huh. There's one God in the world, and we're all one. We're all brothers and sisters. Whatever religion anyone believes in, we're all in this together, and we are all one nation, and all brothers and sisters. And I wish, and I pray, that if everybody thought like that, the world would be so much better. Yeah. Uh -huh. And especially for the young generation, because yeah. uh -huh. you guys, life didn't start yet, of getting married, you don't want to get married, doesn't matter. Just the future yeah. of being social and being friends with everyone and loving everyone uh -huh. is all about, honestly, respect and right. love. So I have a question. Yeah. We're good at this stuff, right? Like right. we could walk, we could look at the wall and we'll sit there for two hours. Right. Because we just want to talk to ourselves, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of people, especially nowadays, because this younger generation generation grew up with the phone. They grew up with the phone in the pocket. They grew up with it when, you know, you feel anxious and you're like, oh, like, I don't know if I'm going to be accepted or not. Phone. Uh, I don't know if this person is going to like me or not. Phone. Uh, it's just, it's easy. It's an escape. So... I want to push it over to you, Annie, because you're more of an introvert. Mm -hmm. And um, when have you faced a little bit of social anxiety? And then I want to push it over to you, Ilana, and say, like, with those people in the younger generation that are facing this, like, social anxiety, what do you have to say to those people? Yeah. So I guess my thing is, like, being someone who recently graduated, I feel the need to spend, like, almost every hour of my day, like, doing something productive, improving myself. Um, endlessly working for like this quest of like doing as much as possible in like the 24 hours that we have every day and 
I, I never really, I guess I still don't really see it, but I, I know there's like a cost to kind of this lifestyle. Like there needs to be some sort of connection. It can't just be like me um, only doing things on my own. Um, even though I feel like that may be the best move. Like I sometimes feel like, um, you know, like I'll get invited to stuff or I'll want to do stuff with people once in a while, but then I'm like, oh, but I could, I could do this instead. I could do this more productive thing instead, instead of hanging out with people because I feel like, that hanging out or being social is not as productive as this other thing. Um, so that's kind of like a constant battle that I have of, you know, should I hang out and, you know, drink or whatever or go to brunch or should I just read or like work or something? And so that's something that I, that I deal with a lot um, because I, I worry about the time that we have on earth and I also feel like the 20s is really about developing yourself and I, and I know that building you know, community and building friendships is equally as important, but sometimes I, I feel like it's, it's not a priority for me. Um, so that's, so that's really my thing as a, as an introvert. Mm -hmm. So let's <laughs> say, yeah, those people that are, uh, maybe not as, uh, excited or energized to yeah. go out and have those relationships or even people that are just like outright afraid and scared and that's not a reality that you face and you know that's a good, literally god given but to those people like what do, what do you say or how do how do you try to you know get them to step out of that comfort zone well i think annie said a really nice thing is because she's right i speak to a lot of uh you know girls and guys your age that you know you want to just be you know doing different stuff but you know and being productive as to hang out with friends. I personal think, of course it's a personal, mm -hmm. that it's very important that you do make a schedule for yourself during the day. So nine to five is work. But I think it's very important, especially because of the pandemic and whatever went, mm -hmm. went through, that it is very important to be social mm. for your mental health. Mental health goes into a lot uh, in today's world and especially for you know your age group that you do need to socialize. Even though you think mm -hmm. you don't, you should. If it's, it doesn't have to be a whole night of spending time with your friends four or five hours, maybe that's too much. Start with a little, with getting a coffee with a friend for an hour just to get out of the regular schedule of work, 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 work. Because I think, God forbid, in one time, you are going to break down and you're going to need that social life as well. Mm -hmm. It's impossible for anyone, a girl, a guy, whatever, to just work, 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 work and no social life. Mm -hmm. I think in my... Uh, uh, circle of world that being social is very important. Mm -hmm. I'm, it's exactly like being uh, uh, employed with mm -hmm. a job from nine to five, but then from five to let's say eight p.m. or nine p.m. you do have to be social. I'm not saying that you have to go out every night, mm -hmm. but at least call a friend, take a mm -hmm. take a break from your daily uh, work from the day from nine to five. Getting a drink, like I say, getting a coffee, taking a walk doesn't have to be for long, half hour, 45 minutes, start. I think I grew up my kids with being more social. Not that I'm saying that I didn't tell them to be educated. It is. But today, in today's world especially, I think social is very important mm -hmm. for anybody's also state of mind and mental health. Mm -hmm. Mental health, honesty, awareness, especially because of the pandemic. I have a lot of very, very wealthy friends, very um, educated friends. Mm -hmm. And honestly, just seeing both of worlds of being very wealthy, you know, from my friends and my other friends who are educated when they had no social life this past year. And I'm talking about kids your age in the 20s. Uh, they started losing it, unfortunately. 
Like mental, mental yes, breakdowns. mental health because you do need to socialize with someone. You need to tell someone, you know, the day you had. Who are you going to talk to? Your computer, your phone again. Uh, looking yeah, on yeah. the phone or computer, you need to see face to face someone. I think it's very important being social. So you know the number one uh, factor of happiness, your social connections, mm. the right. social interactions. Like your number one, like happiness yes. equals social connections. Yes. Like statistically, science based, all of it. Yeah. Research based, it's all there. Um, and you're hitting it right in the head, right? Like, uh, of course, all these things are important, and you know we need to develop and we need to continue to take steps and. It's definitely uh, a bit more uncomfortable to reach out to someone that you haven't reached out to in a few years. Be like, hey, I want to reach out because I want to connect with you, right. you know? But once you get over that little hump... You break the bridge. Yeah. yeah. You know? Because probably the other person is wanting the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Right. There you go. Yes. Exactly. You don't want it. Even if they don't think the same, you do it. Right. You make yeah. the first step. And then Why once not? you feel that, once the other person feels that, that they haven't felt in a while, you oh, it's going to be, you know, flies on shit. Like, yes. nobody else. Yes. Bees with honey. Like, yes. it's yeah. there. No, uh, and, I, and I think we brought this up in an in a episode have, before, yeah. but, like, there were, there's actually research out there. Um, that if you have weaker social ties, you're, you have a 50% more, uh, increased likelihood of dying early Whoa. Than, yeah, seriously. Than, than those. You're going to last till 150. No, because, well, I hope so. God, amen. I hope for everybody, yeah. you know, because yeah, because social skills, if you don't have that, God forbid it brings depression too. Uh -huh. at any age. I, I see a lot of youngsters in their twenties today are so down. I, I mean, I'm not a doctor and I can't say medically, you know, a term, a term of depressed, but you see the people, even young people like you at the age of 20 always have their head down. Guys, have your head up. Uh -huh. Look up to, you know, look up to the sky, say, thank God I'm alive, but be social. Being your head down is not a good sign either. And that's really sad seeing people who didn't even start their life yeah. to have always the head down and being yeah. depressed yeah. because why? Social. They have nothing to do with anyone uh -huh. except being book smart. Okay, great. You got A plus. Great. You got into Harvard. Good for you. Yeah. I'm proud of you. That's great. You should be. But you also, after being accepted to Harvard or having a great job, yeah. you know, you do, what do you do after five? Yeah. Go read a book again? No. There's a balance. You yeah. gotta have that balance. And, yeah. So that's a completely different skill right. set. So ba the... Yeah, balance. No. Right. And, and again, it's not IQ. It's not just IQ. No. It's, it's, it's that emotional intelligence, but like directly correlated to that, you know. Social intelligence. Um, all right, so I got one last question for you. Yeah. So I got. I'm gonna throw a stat at you because uh, you're the perfect person to talk about this with. So Americans today are less likely to spend social evenings with their neighbors. In the past, specifically in 1974, 61 percent of Americans said that they would spend a social evening with someone in their neighborhood, at least once a month, versus 39 percent would do it less than once a month or not at all. Compared to now, where less than half, so we're comparing 61% to 46%, said that they would spend a social evening with their neighbors. Now, your job is literally to create relationships. Right. Um, what's happening here with the neighbors? Well, because I think, you know, people don't have trust in one another, hmm. you know, or they don't want to, you know, uh, come out of their shells. Okay. You know, they're closed minded. So the minute you're closed minded or you don't have trust in your neighbor, how do you want to open up to them? Mm -hmm. How do you want to even say hi to them? And I think also because of the pandemic, everyone has a lot of fear. Yeah. So you're scared. You don't know where they're coming from. They're not coming from. Even 
being with the corona. You know, you have corona, you don't have corona. Oh my God, you have germs, you don't have germs. It, it made their <laughs> minds, yeah, like, you know, go, yeah, go into another mindset. So everyone got worried. But I think if they come out of their uh, shell, it's all about trust though. Yeah. It's about opening. I don't know if... Maybe you're you're a bridge builder, right? So like, I, I walk down and I get Ilana from the lo uh, from the lobby, and there's this like girl sitting there, and she's like, "Hey, have you met Elijah? Elijah, this is Joe, and you're just one of those people that like n literally create those bridges, and there needs to be more Ilanas out there, like because you are such a God giving gift where you create almost a space where people can take a step forward and two steps forward." Um, and I don't think that there are those people out there, like, uh, maybe in 1974, it was a bit more open, but now it's, it's a little bit more closed because of technology. Right. But if you do have that God given gift, use it because like that, you. you just lead with it. You, you lead with it. So if anyone has it, it's like, it's so important to use it. Well, people now also have ever. fear, Yeah. you know, of being rejected. But mm. I speak to a lot of the young, you know, generation like you guys, mm -hmm. you know, I feel like everyone feels that they have that fear of being rejected from the other gut or how from you, the other girl. How do you deal with rejection, social rejection? Very well. I say, okay, have a nice day. <laughs> no, I accept have it. Have a nice day. Okay, I accept it. Have a nice day. Smell you later. Like, yeah. Smell you later. No, because you, again, it all comes down to respect. Yeah. Maybe she wasn't having a good day or he wasn't having a good it's day. It's like yeah, a yeah. personal yes. issue. It's, it's, not yeah. no, it's, it's not you. It's no. the other person. Right. And that's the way you've got to think about right. it, seriously. So that's what I'm saying. If the young generation just breaks that, yep. you know, eggshell, like you uh -huh. said, or nutshell, whatever, then you don't have that fear of being rejected. I, yes. Guys, let it out. Just yeah. say hi to the person. If they don't want to say hi back, Who great. Who cares? Yeah, it's Keep not you. Moving. It's them. They're right. having a bad day. Or they, you know, It's are, them, not right. you. Correct. And I think that that's so many people, and I don't yes. think, like, I'm more on your wavelength where I'm like, Damn, they just missed out. Honestly, I'm an amazing person. Right. But like, that's what people need to really think about. It's right. like, no, like you know your worth. You know what right. you're gonna bring to the table. Right. And so again, it comes down to confidence. Uh huh. And that connects back perfectly, honestly, to social intelligence because there's four sectors to uh, social intelligence: self awareness, right? Being aware. Social awareness, being aware of what's going on around. Managing yourself, so knowing yourself, Ilana, right. and what she brings to the table, right. and then relationship management, yes. have those conversations, right. right? So get out of your nutshell. Don't mm -hmm. have that fear. I think everyone in their 20s today have that fear of being rejected from the other side. Yeah. Guys, just let it out. Say, hi, how are you? How bad could it be? Mm -hmm. It doesn't cost you anything just to talk. So if you see they'll answer you back, great. Start a conversation. Have fun. Enjoy your day. Be happy. You know, if you be happy, you have a better day. You feel healthy. You feel lighter. Great. The other person doesn't want to, you know, respond to you. Have a great, also, yeah. have a great day too. Bless right. the Lord. I mean, yeah. bless them. Right. It is what it is. <laughs> but you at least put yourself out there, yeah. Yeah. you know. And I think that's why I'm a happy person. Because yeah. I'll try anything to say hi to the person. And if they don't want to answer, great. Like right. you said, it's their loss. But yeah. okay, we can't also say their loss. Their head is somewhere else now. I caught them in a bad time. Right. I brought them, you know, not everybody yeah, right has to be jolly and happy like right. Ilana. But huh. at least I put myself out there and say, hi, how are you? Yeah. I don't have that you fear. You made it easier You gave for that space. Person. You right. gave that space. And I think if you look back at your last 24 hours, and this is a question I always ask you, or you look back at your last week, when you think about what was a moment that stood out to you, 
it usually always has to do with another person. It's not like, oh, yeah, I sat there and I read two hours or three hours. Like, yeah, it's cool, of course, and you learned and you grew, but, like, it's always going to loop back to a person, a relationship, a conversation, yeah. because that's what gets us energized. Yes. That's what yeah. fires us up. Right. You know? So that's why I think the younger, younger generation or you guys your age in the 20s today mm -hmm. – Break that boundary. There's no fear. Just go yeah. for it. Yeah. Say, hi, how are you? Shit's shot. How, yeah, how bad can it be already? Just say, hi, how are you? Open up. You know, give them what you got. Hi, right. how are you? Could start, wow, a long relationship, you know, or a great uh, friendship, or uh, let's grab something to eat, or uh, let's grab something to drink. Yeah. So that's yeah. how you start. If you're not going to give yourself out of being, you know, again, rejected, having that fear, and a lot of people have that fear. I have a lot of people that I meet. She's like, oh, Ilana, you're so friendly and you're so happy always. I said, no, guys, you could be the same thing. You just are just scared mm -hmm. of that fear that you're going to be rejected from the other side. Mm -hmm. Take it out of your system. Take it out of your mind and start your day. Hi, how are you? Yeah. Try it out. One day, say hi, how are you to everybody you met that day. Come home and see, wow, you know, out of like 20 people, 10 people answered me. Right? Yeah. So you got two new friends or 10 new friends or yeah. five new friends. Doesn't mean you need their number. It could be, a, a, you know, your, te your tenant. It could be your neighbor yeah. at work, at school, at uh, home, your job. You make your solo so happy at Whole Foods, at 7-Eleven, at right. Starbucks. The gas station. And it makes their day too. Yeah. Uh -huh. Like if someone's having a bad day and like I almost remember sometimes people are just like giving me a random compliment or even like one time I was driving in my car and I just was not having a good day and somebody just like was at a stoplight and complimented my car and I was mm -hmm. like, wow, like that made my day. Yes, you, you know, like somebody else just sure. reaching out to you and like making you feel seen right? can can make such a difference yeah. in like, sure. somebody's life. Yeah, and you feel yeah. better, yeah, believe me. A person always, you know, it's your mindset. You'll feel always happy and it's a chain. It just it it it, it in tunes with you uh, also. It in tunes with me too. It gives me also energy. When right. I see that smile you give back, it's mm -hmm. you know, it's a two way. Yeah. yeah. So I think if the younger generation does break out of their nutshell or eggshell, whatever you call it, and doesn't have that fear also of being rejected. Because yeah. I feel like everybody's so scared, you know, especially mm -hmm. in LA. New York wasn't like that. Uh -uh. Everyone has a lot like of fear, yeah, of being rejected from the other side or, yeah. wow, you know? No. Yeah. No, put yourself out there. Right. You know, be confident. And you have that too. You're God's gift too. Yeah, but it's a whole lot of trauma. <laughs> like, I just went through a whole lot of ish. Right. And because of that, like, I, I overcame. Because right. I overcame, then I, now I'm like, well, it doesn't really matter. Who cares? Well, at least you overcame it. Exactly. You know? I mean, knock on wood. Right. You know, and you accept that, it. That goes up. You know, exactly. And That's I'm it. grateful for it, honestly, right. because it's made me who I am today. Sitting right. on, this, on this stool. So, so everybody does go through something. I know. A whole lot of trauma. Uh, but needless to say, like, uh, we're going to wrap this up. But I just want to say, Ilana, you know, thank you so much for being here. Sure. Thank and, you uh, for having me. I shedding love you guys. your light and uh, helping us out, this younger generation, because we're really confused. We're just trying to figure it out ourselves. Um, and speaking from experience, just it really helps us. Thank so, you yeah, so thank much. You so good luck. Good luck. Yeah. Yes. Seriously, I to love you guys. Thank you. Thank, thank you for so having much. me. Thanks so much. So after having our wonderful guest, I think we've come to some pretty good conclusions. A whole lot of good conclusions. Yeah. I feel a lot better after this. After just talking to her and like her energy, yeah, you know? good energy, right? Very light and fun. Yeah, and I and I think like one of the main things I took away from it really is just go out and meet people. Like get over the fear of that text, you know, 
And also go offline. Like take whatever conversations you're having on social media via text and be like, hey, let's do this. And I know it's scary. I know it might seem odd. But I think it's scary to you. It might be scary to me, yeah. But um, I don't know. Like, again, it goes back to the rejection thing. Like, you don't want the person to just be like, eh, I don't know. Which they probably won't. Which they probably won't. They'll probably yeah. be down because Absolutely. everybody wants connection right now. Yeah. But so, it's so funny your head goes there because my yeah. head goes, damn, they really missed out on this motherfucker. <laughs> like, I swear to God, I, I, I messaged someone they didn't get back to me. And, like, I wasn't, I, I would say that I would be, would have been salty, like, maybe, like, a year back, two years back. But now I'm like, damn, this bitch made the worst mistake of her life. Like, no, <laughs> I swear to God, no bullshit. And, like, full confidence and, like, she doesn't even know what she's missing. Oh, man. And well, you are a, a year older than me. So maybe in a year, I'll, I'll think differently. Yeah. <laughs> Keep hanging out with me. Yeah. <laughs> so, so are you going to put yourself out there? Yeah, I've, I've actually been messaging a friend that I've kind of um, lost connection with okay. for a bit because of like busyness mostly mm -hmm. on, on their side. But now I'm just going to be like, hey, like, let's just like find time to, to actually meet up in person. And what if they reject you? If they reject me, I'm going to find another person to meet up with. Keep moving, baby. <laughs> yeah. You, you did the Bumble BFFs. Put yourself out yeah, there. I, I am meeting, um I am meeting with someone this week. Cool. Yeah, so I'm really excited about that. She's well, a car girl, so she, we can talk about cars. She's a big car girl. <laughs> she loves a good engine. <laughs> she works on cars. Isn't, don't you think that's kind of cool? Like for I mean, girl? not necessarily me, but like, sure, like switch up gender roles, shout out yeah. to this engine gal. Yeah, hell yeah. I'm, I'm excited like excited to, hear, to meet her. <laughs> I'm excited to hear about this, honestly. And if she rejects you, how are you going to feel? I am just going to make my own plans and have a date with myself i'm gonna wallop in a ball and cry <laughs> no i'm gonna go i'm gonna, I'm gonna take myself my... on a nice date and get some tacos and a drink change my bumble bff bio uh no i'm just kidding you're gonna do great i'm so excited for you thank you uh so this is such a great episode you know we talked about social intelligence we know about iq eq has been hot recently what about sq social SQ? intelligence sq S, they call it SI. SI. Okay. Abbreviation. Interesting. I'm social intelligence. Yeah. So we talked about social intelligence and just how to be like more aware of your surroundings, but most specifically being aware of those relationships and how to strategically build those relationships. It's going to be through attuning with that person, connecting with that person. You yourself have so many different facets. So I'm, I'm pushing it to you, Annie. Like, you know, you love a good nonprofit, but you also love Avatar. You love <laughs> gender roles, switching them up, car mm -hmm. engine gal. Uh, but you also will sit there and go to a damn rave. Like, you got texture, gal. You wow, are... such a nice compliment. Texture. Truly. <laughs> but those facets of your personality are your strengths because there is no other Annie K in this freaking world, gal. Like, you are so special. But to use those different facets of your beautiful personality to attune with another person mm -hmm. and to connect. Because, like, on paper, the two of us, oil and water. Like, we're on different sides of the mm -hmm. spectrum as far as just, like, quote-unquote interest. True. But, like, we connected through, like, Southeast Asian politics. Yeah, which like, is what so the hell? Right 
what kind of bull? Like, what? No, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But it worked. And, like, that attunement on that level of fucking politics in Asia mm-hmm. connected us. And that was the start of the rapport building. Mm-hmm. And then we just continued to build on it and build on it. And now we're sitting in front of a damn microphone. Yeah. Like, look at us. So just to say, like, it can be super niche. And you yeah. just never know. So, like, why like, not talk to people? Use your specialties. Yeah. Like, use those things that make you damn special and make you you. And I think that people like to, like, uh, they don't want to reveal it. They want to conceal it. But, like, reveal those facets because that's mm-hmm. what people are going to cling yeah. on to. And that's what I clinged on to you, genuinely. Um, and part of that social intelligence is being able to see yourself, know thyself, and then to understand the other person and yeah. connect on that level. And it's just kind of exciting, too, because it's like everyone's quirky in their own ways. And yeah. so even if you don't necessarily understand, like, their quirks or something that they're interested in, it's learning opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe they're interested in some, like, I don't know. Right. I'm just going to say furry because we brought it up on a past episode. Annie, you these freaking furries, girl. Like, so, what? I don't know. Like, say they're into furries. Like, it's an opportunity for you to, like, get an inside scoop into that world right. that you've, like, never heard of before. And honestly, like, because you've given me so much information on furries, a furry could sit here and I could connect <laughs> with them. And they, it might be so fucking fake, but I would really give it my like all. Like, surface level. Yeah, you yeah. know the surface level. But that's a facet. That's, yeah. you know, that, that, that's that attunement that will eventually lead to that building that mm-hmm. rapport, right? So, you know, we talked about that social intelligence. We talked about you know, why rapport and attunement is so incredibly important to fostering relationships. And Alana said it best, building strong bonds with strangers, lead with those nonverbals, lead with that respect. She calls it respect. Mm-hmm. I call it just openness in general, mm-hmm. lead with that smile, lead with that love, lead with that damn freaking appreciation mm-hmm. for that other person. Um, because you don't know what they're going through. Yeah. Um, and it's so true. Like somebody just opens up to you and you're immediate, you're kind of like, at least for me, this is how I feel. Like, I'm a little taken back. Like, wow, this person trusts me. Mm. But then I feel kind of like this space open up. And I feel like I can trust them as well. Mm. And it's really powerful. Yeah. So I would definitely um, say, you know, yeah, just being vulnerable. Like, that really drives so many conversations. And can really just build those really strong relationships that everyone yearns for. Especially mm. in this time. Love is the new money. Yeah. <laughs> It's a currency. It's it's seriously a currency. So lead with that inner love. Reach out to someone that you haven't spoken to in a while. Go on a Bumble BFF date. Mm-hmm. We're going to come back. We're going to loop back on this conversation in a few weeks and say, how are those new relationships going? Yeah. Because I have someone that I'm thinking about reaching out to as well. Okay. It's a coworker. Sweet. Yeah. Just to like get into it. Are you trying to meet like outside of work? Yeah. Cool. Let's get weird. Do it. <laughs> Where are you thinking? Are you into furries? <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you furry? <laughs> because I get a tune, baby. We can build rapport. Oh my we god. We can build fast rapport. Yeah. I'm a furry a now, one. basically. Okay. This, this is all just leading to you admitting that you're... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> me, a closeted furry. Hey, guys. This is my furry story. Thanks this is for coming me. back. Seriously. Um, guys, it was so great hanging out with you. Yeah, it's I'm really... I, this was a great episode, just having a guest. Yeah, this is our time. first guest. So I hope we have more. 8.5 out of 10. 
Oh, I would give it like a nine point five out of ten. Amazing. What's the one? What's the one point five off for? I don't know. I feel like we could always improve. Okay, that's true. Let's get more guests. Let's do it. Let's do it. Shaking it up. Okay. Hey guys, appreciate you. Thanks for hanging out. Catch you on the next one. Bye.